Hey, I'm Megan. And I'm Sharon, and welcome to The Breakup Dress. Each week, we will be delving into the fashion world, tackling the issues around fast fashion, education about sustainable fashion, and we want you to get involved as we share memories from our wardrobes. Hello, 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 and you're very, very welcome. Sharon Sweeney, how are you getting on? Yeah, not great. So Megan Scully, how are you? Good. I'm very excited. This is our second guest coming up uh, very shortly on the podcast, but I wasn't available at the time, so you have taken control of this one. So I'm actually looking forward to hearing that myself. Um, I know he's a really cool guy, and yeah, I hope you had fun with it. I really did, and I think it is going to be very interesting for any of you out there who have an interest in fashion or possibly expanding your skills or your knowledge, you know, within the fashion industry or even learning how to, I suppose, repair clothes or start to, you know, design it for yourself. So definitely stay tuned if you want to hear our very, very interesting guest after this. I'd love to be able to repair stuff, but then I'm like, do you know what? I have you sometimes just to help me, so... <laughs> <laughs> I know you're like, don't you dare. That happens all the time. People are like, oh, could like, especially I suppose family, can you turn up these trousers or can you do this? I'm like, no, absolutely not. Like, I don't have the time. It's like my mom. My mom finds anything in the shop. Give that shower yeah. there now and she do something with it. I'm like, do you think she just sits around, man, with yeah. a needle and thread being like, oh, everyone, give me clothes oh, to fix. Now, to be fair, absolutely I do, not. I do get you to do, I do get you to sew on buttons for me because I've had a few issues with buttons on coats because I think I must be a little bit rough with them. Um, so you have helped me with those. Yeah, but coats, I think they're kind of like, they're such an external piece. Like they are, you have to have them sewn in so well because, you know, they're just, they go through so much wear and tear. Like they have to be. Like I realistically, I should be able to sew a bloody button on, but maybe I should. You're well able. It's just that you haven't tried. If you had to, you would. It's it's (laughs) known as me though. It's the patience. Trying to get that freaking thread into the knee. Oh, what day was I trying to sew? And I swear to God, I must have been, I'd say. And then I kept like stabbing myself with a needle in my fingers. So I was like, I just, I don't have the patience for it. Yeah, you kind of get over that. You have to have the patience of a saint. Yeah, doing obviously. anything design related, you really do. <laughs> I tell you, my patience isn't getting tested lately by, I won't say what, but uh, the certain no, things. No, come are... on, you can't, you can't say that. Come on, tell us. Do you know what person tests my patience? It's flipping lads. Guys absolutely love testing my patience. And I'm like, do you know what? You're absolutely doing a great job because you are putting me to the test and I am just so annoyed. Okay, okay. This is um interesting. This is why I'm off the apps. Oh, do you know what? I actually think I'm going to delete the apps again because I I just I do I don't think they're great. Yeah, it's no. not a great way to meet someone. I wanna I wanna meet someone in real like I I just me I wanna meet someone in real life. Also, me I'm not going out this weekend because I'm wrecked and I'm like apps like I I'm I'm just trying to like not I'm trying to go into hiding and not go out because it's just do you know what living in the city is great and all but then when you're 100 metres from a pub and a club it just it's it's, it's very hard I'm, to stay in but see Megan I think that has to do with your work as well though because like your work is so social like you go to yeah. so many events like honestly your week compared to mine like actually I nearly get like social anxiety because you just do so much you're meeting so many people you're going to so many places like it's kind of it's unavoidable really with what you do isn't it yeah, well, I have to say, this week alone, if you follow me on social media, um, oh my good God, what a week I had. So on Tuesday, I interviewed a doctor of oncology about um, this cookbook that's for cancer patients. And wow. like just really nutritious um, recipes and stuff. And it was really cool. Yeah. So I got to talk to Neve, who's the um, 
dietitian as well it's with all of the matter private and that was really nice and we got to like sit in um, there's a place in Limerick called Hook and Ladder I must bring you here there sometime and we got to have like food from the cookbook and then I got to speak to one of the patients and he put a recipe in there as well so patients have recipes and it's just a way for people who are going through treatment to be able to cook good stuff at home but also like yeah. cook with your family and your friends and then as well it's for everyone like not just for I suppose patients but that's how it kind of was founded so that was Tuesday then Wednesday I was out in Kilmeady which is in County Limerick and I took part in an ice bucket challenge they're actually doing it later this month but I went out there to interview them and to take part in it oh my god we did like this Wim Hof breathing exercise beforehand and oh, how did you find it I was like floating on a cloud afterwards is that your first time doing it uh, this is the probably the most intense level yeah. of of the breathing I went to like I've done it med- I've gone in meditation I've gone deep sometimes this though I was like oh my god and even after my body was like kind of trembling during it and she was like yeah like she goes you must have really connected to it and honestly afterwards I was like floating pretty much couldn't see ice bath then high like, as a kite <laughs> I was I was like this is like this is did you ever do he has a 10 minute one on YouTube it's really good so we ended up doing nearly 15 minutes. So yeah, it was, it was that wow. intense one. Yeah, it was class. It, I have to say, I, no, I genuinely would try to do it again because it was so cool. Um, really you know what I'm going to start doing and you'll be really proud and I'm definitely going to do it with you is sea swimming. I'm just going to, yeah. You know. See, you're close to the sea as well. I know and I'm absolutely fucking useless. So I'm going to go. I'm going to do it. One tip I'll give you though is to check the tides because your beach is very, obviously, uh, effect is very tidal so like when the tide is yeah. out there it's out for like 10 miles <laughs> there's no place to win the water and, which you're in the, and as well the 40 foot is class that's 40 foot mm. is good because you should jump in and then like there's no walking into the sand it's just jump in and you're there so when i'm mm-hmm. up we'll have to go up there sometimes actually i like the 40 foot for sure for sure and um sorry i just seen that you interviewed Sue today uh, tell us. yeah so sorry it's then my week actually that was the Wednesday I did the ice bucket challenge Thursday which is why I missed your, the interview that you did um, is because I was at the student race day in Limerick 10,000 students it's absolutely bananas but like grey crack I thought I'd say you've seen some <laughs> some oh, goings on there <laughs> I prior to the start was going oh god do I, I don't miss it do I because I went to the student race day a few years like years ago when I was in, in UL and I loved student race day and I was going do I miss it? And then I was like, no, I don't think I do. But then as I was walking around and soaking up the atmosphere, I was like, oh, I'd love to be here like as a student and like having the crack where we were working. So I was driving, so I wasn't drinking, but I was kind of going, oh, mm. but no, I had a really great day there with some crack. But I, I said, I left before the end because I wanted to kind of get back and get videos and content edited. And then Friday, so I went and I interviewed a three-time Super Bowl champion, Lonnie Paxton. Um, I've I, seen that. Yeah, so he was really cool. And I didn't, I obviously, when it comes to Super Bowl, I just, in, as students, we used to watch the Super Bowl because you just wanted to stay up late drinking and eating takeaway. And, you know, obviously watch the halftime show. That was always the thing. But then, like, to actually meet him in real life, I was like, oh, my God, this is so cool. And I was like, this is mad. Like, he was in Limerick for this, like, sports tech conference. And I was like, this is this is like cool like what you know neat <laughs> NFL stars and um, then he let me put his uh, ring on so when you win the Super Bowl you win this ring so obviously Do, uh, does every does every team member get a ring yeah and then for every Super okay. Bowl you win like Tom Brady must have how many rings because he's won it loads and like we even got to talk mm-hmm. about Tom Brady as well and that was really cool and then yeah he got me, got me to put on the ring and you have to put on your finger and you have to hold up your hand in a fist and you have to hold it up to your face so then he took a photo of me with the ring on and I was like can we get a selfie and then we got a selfie as well and we did the interview so that was like class so it's a thing 
thing. You actually have to hold it up like yeah, this. Yeah, in a fist. Okay, okay. And I was like, okay, this is really cool. And it's huge. And it's like diamond across its class. And then on Saturday, I went to Shaw's in Limerick in the Crescent Shopping Centre, where Ekin Sue from Love Island was promoting her collaboration with Be Perfect Cosmetics. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, Sharon. I kind of went in through. I don't usually get nervous. Like your man, the Super Bowl champion guy, not a bother me. Ekin, I kind of was like, I don't know. I just felt a little bit like, oh my God. Um... I don't, I just well, she's kind of like such an it girl right now isn't she yeah like, she's like, quite everywhere yeah. and I think because her manager is there and she's like a team I think I was a little bit intimidated mm-hmm. but like mm-hmm. she was she's just, oh my god she's stunning I was looking at her being like yeah. you're stunning but she also seems like she's good crack that's what she I love was, yeah do you know what she's really lovely she's like oh, I am well, yeah. I'm, I'm down to earth and I'm humble and I was like you know you actually are and then she's admiring my makeup check your makeup's lovely I was like thanks I was like oh you're, you're lovely. I literally was like, oh, her manager was there too. And I was kind of like, like, here's my number. Yeah, I was like, you going out? Like, I actually, I said, I'm not going out tonight. But like, if Ekin was like, hey, I'm going out, obviously I'd go out with Ekin Sue. Not saying Ekin yeah. Sue's going to invite me out. But like, imagine going out in Limerick with Ekin Sue on the piss. I'd bring her to all the Guinness pubs. Like, I, I do you know what? You would be hounded. She wouldn't be left alone for a second. Do you know what, though? If you brought her to the, the Guinness pubs, I'd say you'd be grand. Yeah, well, no, yeah, the old men probably wouldn't know who she is. So, like, who's that gorgeous-looking girl? I'm like, oh, I know, <laughs> my friend, my friend Ekansoo. Um, so yeah, that's been my week. I am not now. When I say burnout, I don't mean like the the bad burnout, but I am at the cusp of like slight burnout. So my plan then for the rest of the weekend is absolutely chill out and then climb my Lossa tomorrow, my favorite mountain. Nice. So. Megan, I'm burnt out listening to you. <laughs> I actually am. I feel like, you know, it's, but it's great. It's like so exciting. And like, I feel like, yeah, in comparison, I haven't uh, had a very eventful week, but I've just been designing away. I have lots of exciting things coming up in the next month. So I can't wait to see. Yeah, I'm actually in the studio now. Um, and I just got a picture from my sister. They got a new dog, a new cockapoo. Stop, like... <laughs> No, the video he put in, you said Freddie's got a friend. I just went, oh my God, it's hardly a puppy, is it? And then next thing, the camera obviously panned across. And the, the yeah. way, just the way Freddie was looking at him, he was kind of like... He's like, who the hell is this in my territory? Oh my God, they're going to be best friends. Yeah, he's so cute. So they called it Ralph. Oh, yeah. So cute. I would love a little puppy. Oh, same. When I saw that, I was like, oh, I actually... I'd love a puppy. I'd, even just for it to, if to one out yeah. today would be really nice because I'm just a little bit fragile today and I'd love, yeah. I'd wrecked and I'd but love a puppy. But there's such responsibility. Like, there's so much, like, you have to, you know, oh, yeah, like, have I'm not the time up the shit and the space. Street. Yeah. No, I think people yeah. should clean up shit in the street, but, like, that's why I wouldn't have a dog living in the city because I'd actually, I'd be mm. not, uh, I'd be mortified, but I'd also be dry reaching if I had to pick up dog shit. Like, sometimes even when I help my friends and their dog takes shit, I'm like, Ugh. But that's what you have to do, Megan. Why, if you got a dog, would it be an outdoor dog? No, but like, yeah, so like, we bell at home. So she she went off and went did her business out on the farm. Like, she never did. Well, that her... was, yeah, that was like us growing up too. Like, it was the same because like it was obviously outdoors. Yeah, the dog so, would just yeah. go, and then what we, and then yeah. sometimes if she did go to the toilet in the garden. What we actually used to do, we, my mum, I never did. <laughs> Mom would put the um, the cold ash from the fire on her crap in the garden so she'd mark it out and then when it would dry out then man be able to kind of clear it easier oh okay yeah I don't know if that was like a I don't know if that's a thing or not but if she was, or else maybe she used to do that so then we'd see where it was because I'd often be running around the garden even still you know I don't know kicking a ball or just running around with her yeah. so man, man would literally put a pile of it on the dog crap so it would yeah, yeah, I think I don't know why she did that actually. Yeah, I know. I know it's worked. I don't know. Yeah, very good. So yeah. Um 
Yeah, so he's very, very cute. I'm very excited to meet him. Yeah, I need to get actually. I need to get another trip down there to see them all. Um, what was I gonna say? Uh, how's the yoga going? You said last week about the yoga. Yeah, very good. I'm absolutely loving it. I need to find somewhere and actually go. I I did. Did you ever do actually hot yoga? I oh I have I feel like I have done hot yoga, but I don't know where now that I, you say it. Um, I did it before and I found it really good. I did it in the city centre, but it was like two or three years ago and I just never kept it up. So I'm wondering, is it one of those things that, you know, if you do it consistently? I think yeah. it's with everything, though. You kind of have to keep going, don't you, to like really reap the benefits. I feel like I've tried everything, but I just, you know, have done it a little bit and then moved on to something else. I'm loving what I'm doing at the moment. I do like these half hour hit sessions in Limerick and they're kind of a mix of oh. T-Rex, the T-Rex ropes and like um battle ropes and what yeah. else got the exercise bikes or those salt bikes which are bleh, and different kind of weights so <laughs> it's like um it's a half an hour hit class but it's like uh circuits so uh, yeah it's yeah cool. I I must, lo- yeah i bring you when you're in limerick you see i love it because it's high intensity it's a half an hour mm-hmm. in out done gone yeah it's i i used to do circuit classes in the last place i lived in and i loved them yeah I love I them next time you're down yeah. we'll, i'll book you into one because yeah. it is good crack and, um, actually I'm going to be down next weekend so we have a lot of stuff planned for that that'll be fun actually we'll record the pod in real life when you're down yeah why not we'll record not? it together we'll do life. it for you guys we'll do it together in real life, life but <laughs> anyway moving on should we we uh, move on to our guest yes actually quickly before I go I just want to say that um that book that I'm reading the hormone book with is yes. really good I don't know where where's it gone now one second Wait, is this the one that you were supposed to have finished and fully, um, you know, reviewed for us? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I did. Yeah, I read it all in one week. <laughs> no, it's really good. It's, um, oh my God, why can't I? Sorry, I'm going to try bring my microphone with me or move around my room and find it. I thought it was beside my bed. So I'm just currently walking my bed. Oh, here it is. One second. Now. I'm carrying my laptop in my one hand and my microphone in the other while I move around my room. Um... It's probably your hormones by Dr. Mary Ryan. As I said, it's just like I, I, I. Sorry, Jesus. I never really think about my hormones. I just kind of, you know, know that they're there. <laughs> Do not gonna. Yeah, you said this before. <laughs> I was like, I'm so bad. No, apparently they're very important. We really, really need to be doing a lot of, you know, our day to day around them and kind of taking them into, yeah, consideration. Like they have a huge effect on everything. Everything, like so much. Everything. Stuff, so. Definitely yeah. want to dig more into that. So, anyways, all I'm just saying mm. is good book, and I think learn about your hormones. <laughs> That's <laughs> what I'm saying. But I said yes. I think it is time to move on to our guest. I'm really looking forward to this because I obviously wasn't there for it. Um. So yeah, my first solo interview, yeah, Megan. My first sure. solo interview. It's only first to many, but don't get too used to it. <laughs> take your job yeah, the podcast will be just Sharon Sweeney I'll be like I'm Sharon what's going on here you'll be like sorry I'm taking over bye saws bye <laughs> okay so we are delighted to have a very special guest with us today um, it is Colin Atkinson from the Grafton Academy I'm very happy to have you here Thank you very much. Very happy to be yeah. here. So for those of you that are listening, Colin actually taught me everything I know. Uh, <laughs> no pressure. Uh, yeah. So do you want to tell us a bit about the Grafton Academy and what makes it stand out compared to other fashion colleges? Okay. Well, um, the Grafton Academy of Fashion Design um, is about 85 years this year. And Sharon actually went um, here and... Um, 
So we teach all the skills really that you need for yeah. um, a career in fashion, I guess, pattern making, how to make your own patterns, how to sew the garment, how to press the garment, how to finish off the garment, how to design the garment as well, taking yeah. inspiration from things. So we do that kind of, uh, all that kind of encompassing mm-hmm. um, things that you would need for fashion. And um, yeah, so we're the only one really doing so many practical skills. Yeah. Um, Which is hugely important because I think a lot of people that come here maybe have actually went to fashion colleges elsewhere, but they want the hands-on skills. And like, that's what Grafton is kind of known for, the Grafton Academy, like it, since it was established, was it 1935? 1938. 1938. So, um, yeah. And um, it was the only fashion college um, until the 1970s when NCAD came and started teaching fashion. So, um, yeah. So... But we are very practical based, very skills based. So we're different. Every college is different and every Mm -hmm. college offers great things. Um, And what our speciality is, we do the practical approach. Yeah. Yeah. The pattern drafting. When our students leave, then they can go to, you know, into a job and they can do designing. They can do pattern cutting. They can do um, pressing. They can sew. They Mm -hmm. they do all of those kind of skills. Yeah. No, I really find like it stands to me so much now. Knowing how to construct everything is just yeah. so important. Yeah. And yeah, the you always liked your tailoring, didn't you? I always loved the tailor, and I love jacks. I love a good tailor collar. <laughs> um, but so if for anyone that's listening, like you, kind of offer short courses all the way to diploma. So what would you recommend for someone who you know is thinking about a like a you know, starting on the fashion scene, but they're not sure, would you like recommend they do a short intensive course? What, yeah, how would you, you begin? Yeah, you yourself actually did. Do you I remember? did, you did, yes. You did a month course. So we do yeah. offer month courses, yeah. um, three month courses, intensive courses. Mm-hmm. And it just gives the student then an opportunity to see if they like it, if fashion yeah. design, the way we teach it is for them. Mm-hmm. And then, um, with a portfolio then you can enroll for the full-time course there's also nighttime classes and mm. um, on Tuesdays and Wednesdays and there's also Saturday yeah. classes all day Saturday so there's kind yeah. of a wide variety of you know because some people might want to do it full-time they might yeah. want to do it part-time we also don't do mornings or afternoons so mm. there's it's quite flexible really yeah well I found that because I did mine part-time and then I worked That's as well right, you did. Yeah, yeah so it was definitely you difficult yeah and then you worked in the morning yeah yes. yeah so um it's absolutely great for anyone listening like you know that you were so kind of you know that you were able to accommodate that if people yeah, need you it have you know? to be flexible yeah because yeah you might have like we've had people who have children and yeah. you know they would be at school during the mornings and so they would do mornings only you know and yeah. then we had somebody who would like yourself who would work in the evening mm. work in the mornings and then um they would come in the afternoons you know yeah. and likewise then you might have somebody who's working full time yeah and then they might come in the evenings yeah you know, so. absolutely um and actually that brings me to a point that I was going to talk about is what I loved about going to college here was the community aspect which I feel like you know nowadays you might not get necessarily everywhere so like what I would find that you know everyone is you know from different backgrounds like you said some people have kids some people have come from different countries like you know you could have someone who's 19 and then another person that's in their 70s and I just love that and I think it's so different and do you think that's what makes Grafton Academy Grafton Academy uh, yeah yeah, I do think there's a lot a lot of what you're saying that yes because in, for instance, in your class, you mm-hmm. know, there was 
Edra, who was from Italy. Yeah. You know, and then there was Rita, who mm. had retired. I know, I will miss Rita. She's and, lovely. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And... And so, and everyone just, you're with the same teacher for three years if you're following the diploma course. Mm -hmm. And so you all get to know each other very well. The classes are small and it's just a nice atmosphere. There's no, there's no competitiveness or, and it's just nice to see other people. So when you, if say a first year comes in, they can see what the second years are doing and the third Mm -hmm. years are doing as well. Mm -hmm. So that's, it's kind of a nice thing. And we keep in contact, most people um, we keep in contact with, you know, if they want to keep in contact with us, you know, they come in and visit us or if they have questions, mm. then we like help me. them with the questions. <laughs> you know. and so, it, because it's nice because, you know, yeah. it just keeps the community, as you say, going, yeah. you know, and it's nice to be helpful to people. So, help, yeah, totally. People appreciate it down the line, mm-hmm. you know. So if you create a nice atmosphere in the college, then I think then it, it kind of, permeates itself mm. ahead you know well it's what everyone says like anyone that I know that has left or had left when I started it was everyone said the same thing that they just loved it here so much just a unique no, nice and really nice atmosphere so it's great um oh, yeah it's kind of full circle for me now that I actually teach as well sometimes yes, so that's Sharon great teaches yeah here. I mean, I, I'm tonight, yeah but um and actually what I wanted to ask you about was sustainability yes. and obviously it's you know huge at the minute and everyone's talking about it and it is at the forefront of everyone's mind like do you find that with students now they're trying to incorporate it into their collections is it something that you know people are kind of cautious about now and at the front of their minds like would you be thinking about it much as well with the students or yes um in fact we we introduced a collection because the way it works is people the students do they do skirts trousers uh, skirts skirts blouses dresses then they do exams then they do tailoring another mm. exam and then two collections and one of our students rachel um rashid as she's mm-hmm. known she asked us could she do a separate collection that was um based on you know environmental things so she'd be using dead stock fabrics mm. she'd also be using um maybe garments that were already um garments already and she'd cut them up or i think she used ended up using duvets which mm. made into clothes yeah she makes really cool things yeah so she asked us would we do um sustainable separate so we brought on that course on and then a few other students have started doing that so it's kind of a a good way because the clothing industry is so you know, renowned for, you know, the washing of the denims, mm-hmm. the washing of the cottons, and it's so detrimental to the environment. It is nice that the students at the moment are being conscious of that. And they're using stuff that, you know, might have been a garment 20 years ago, but they're cutting it up and you reusing it. That's me. So some of, yeah, <laughs> and some of the students are going to charity shops to find things that yeah. they, can, they can reuse them Emma just makes stuff way. out of the iron jumpers doesn't she yes that's really cool one of yes. the students here is yeah using Emily iron jumpers yes. Emily yeah she um, yeah her whole collection um, was um, reusing iron sweaters and she used it with different fabrics and mm. so she gave it a new life mm-hmm. lease of life so it meant that all those sweaters didn't have to go into you know, a landfill or whatever, they could be reused. And um, I think that's very important. And people are very aware of it now. And especially in the last five years, you know, and they're thinking, will I buy fabric or will I use fabric I have already? Or Mm -hmm. is this fabric sustainable? How, 
Is it very bad to produce this fabric? And if I'm going to make a collection out of it, is it going to be, you know, um, detrimental? Am I creating more by creating demand for the fabric? Yeah. Am I creating, you know, an ongoing um, bad for the environment situation mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. I think it's great that the students are aware yeah. of that and like even I suppose thinking <laughs> back to when I was here a few years ago when I started the course it definitely even wasn't talked about then as much not as much like no. now it's just you know it's so great to see people being so no, considerate it so about great. it yeah I, I, there's been such a negative press about uh, the fashion industry mm-hmm. has been one of the worst polluters. Yeah, it is. So yeah. it's great that our students, you know, mm-hmm. aren't just coming to college to design fancy dresses. They're, yeah. just, they're coming to see what they can do, work mm-hmm. in, an, in a sustainable or an environmentally friendly way, mm-hmm. and they can still make really nice yeah. garments. And actually, what I noticed, and you probably notice them with some students, especially if they come for the shorter courses, like in the evening, like they actually want to just learn how to make small bits for themselves or to you know fix things yes. which is you know great as well as sustainable in itself if you wanted to do a short intensive course just to learn yes how to do bits for yourself yes how to remake yeah, stuff yeah and actually when the college started in 1938 um it was just before the second world war so when 1939 came around um, it was based up in um, on Stevens Green at that stage. So cool. Yeah, and so Mrs. Clotworthy um, had set it up. Uh, Pauline Clotworthy had set up the college, and so in 1939, um, there was ra- there were rations ahead, so nobody could get fabrics, nobody could get uh, new things. So what she taught them was how to make their coats into jackets, how to turn a collar, which means if the collar had worn out, that you might. Uh, reverse the collar cut or you know rip yeah. off the collar and reverse it so giving new lease of life wow, to garments so, so you could wear them for longer so yeah. in, in a way you know when it started in 1938 and then went on to 1939 you know they were doing those sustainable things now mm-hmm. and it's you know it's nice that it's come back absolutely god there's so much history with yeah, this place isn't there is there? a lot of history it's absolutely yeah. yeah it's great i can definitely feel it and years. even now i haven't been here 85 years haven't but, <laughs> 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 a bit worried if you have haven't aged a day <laughs> but um yeah very very interesting and i suppose maybe for people listening that maybe don't know you know about the graft and this is their first time hearing about it you some very famous designers have actually went to college here uh so is there anyone that comes to mind when you know you think about past pupils that have maybe went on to kind of pave a path for themselves yeah i mean we've many designers who you know have gone to london for instance mm-hmm. worked you know and you wouldn't know their names or they've gone to new york you know worked with jeffrey bean people mm-hmm. like that but there's also um, a lot of designers, and not everyone who comes here will, you know, be a name designer. Absolutely. A lot of people will work for yeah. companies. You mm-hmm. know, like um, there's a lot, there's a few Irish companies here, and we have a lot of ex students working there. Yeah. You know, places like Duns and Primark. Um, mm. You know, they mm-hmm. they and you wouldn't know their name. Mm. But then there are other famous people, I guess, like mm. Louise Kennedy. Mm-hmm. She dressed uh, Mary Robinson Ireland's first uh, female president. And um, she came here. And um, who else has come here? There was um, a guy called Richard Lewis, who's sadly no longer with us. Okay. He did a lot of couture uh, dresses in um, 
in Jersey where Paul Costello came mm-hmm. here. Um, Paul Costello is still making clothes. Um, he's doing menswear in Dunn stores. He's doing homeware in Dunn mm-hmm. stores as well. Uh, Carolyn Donnelly came here. Um, and she's also in Dunn stores. Um, she's doing homewares and she's doing some clothing as well. So, um, and Sharon Sweeney came here, of course. <laughs> um, you know, so we have, yeah, yes. there's being Ibe Jorgensen. There's a permanent yeah. exhibition of Ibe. He's still our examiner. Yeah. I love Ibe. He's such a lovely guy. He, he oh is my God. a super guy. Okay. And he is, he comes in twice a year and mm. examines the students' clothes. So there's a permanent exhibition of his clothes in, near mm. permanent exhibition of his clothes in um, the Museum of Decorative Arts, Collins Barracks. Mm-hmm. And, um, so he came here in the 1950s. Um, so, yeah, there's been wow. quite a few. He examined my collections too. Yes. Yeah. Did, did he yeah. like them? He did, yeah. Mm. <laughs> I think he told he everyone did. he liked them. <laughs> he I remember, do you remember that blue dress? He loved that blue oh, dress. Oh, okay. So the ruched I, blue dress. We have remember? a funny story for you here, actually, if you want to hear. So I what we do with their collections usually everyone has great intentions of finishing their collection ideally a week before the end date you know give yourself you know some time to digest that you've just kind of killed yourself for a few weeks making this collection but of course last minute I had an idea to put blue ribbons wasn't it at the bottom of this ball dress that I designed and it must have got to what 11 o'clock the night before and the exam was the next morning. So I got to 11 o'clock the night before. I think I was just starting to attach the ribbons and they looked horrendous. I th- like, honestly, if I'd went ahead, it, would, uh, it was the most disgusting thing I've ever made. And I remember saying to you, I was like, I'm going to hand stitch. I'm going to stay up all night and hand stitch. And I remember the look you gave me. You were like, okay, yeah. So I don't know by what miracle I met it into like a masterpiece. <laughs> I think you went home with the dress at 11 o'clock. And yeah. Then- you got up at six in the morning and you did it something like in the morning? No, I you? stayed up all night. You stayed up all night? I stayed up till four, four thirty okay. in the morning. I slept till six thirty. Okay. And then I sewed till nine before I came in here. Okay. So I slept for two hours. He adored that blue dress, which just shows you that sometimes, you know, you have a design in your mind, but then Oh yeah. You know, you can change it at the last yeah. minute and as some inspiration comes to you. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that was of course in the middle of the kinda I call them the lockdown years where, yeah. you know, the college was, you know, we were doing remote classes and then, you know, we were trying to make up for time mm-hmm. and all of that. So that was, yeah, that was a frantic time, but, um, yeah, that was, but really... it was a good time too. Yeah. And, um, yeah. There oh my was, God, that's you know, so Hannah funny. was here and Tom was yeah. here, do you remember? And yeah. we all stayed late <laughs> just to try and get everything yeah. done. Yeah. That was really, that was really fun. And loved Very dress. Step. I can't and believe were like, but you were you were looking at it and you're like, how the fuck did you pull that out of the bag? No, no. I mean, no, and the color and everything. And yeah, so and that was good. Yeah, so yeah, so that's um, that's yeah. all. I but you look, I'm not the only person you have. I'm sure there's lots of people here the night before the sewing exam. Literally, that's true. You know, yeah, so absolutely. it's the fashion world, people. It's you know, it looks glamorous, but really, yeah. It's a lot of hard work, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. It is. <laughs> but yeah. worth it, but worth it. But, um, yes. and actually, so this is kind of your last day in this building. You're yes. going to be moving to a new location after how many years? Um, in this building, I think the college is about 45 years. Wow. So now we're moving from, this is a Georgian building. Yeah. So now we're moving up the canal a little further because we're just off Bank Street here mm-hmm. and now we're moving to Portobello so it's a few bridges up 
and it's a more open plan building, I guess, and a newer, a slightly newer building. Mm-hmm. So we're excited about that. Yeah. So you I'm know, excited. when you move, you know, you think, oh, you'll miss the building, and you know, you will miss the building, and um, you know, we look out onto the canal; it's gorgeous. But it's also about the people. You know, if the people go with you, then that's, that's what yeah. that's where it is happening. You know, it's the college can move location but you're still teaching the same things it's still, people are still going mm. so hopefully so yeah so we're excited Looking oh you should be and That's I think why the place looks a bit messy no no but I think yeah the building definitely has character it and does. for sure like you know but like I said I think what made Grafton Academy this college was the people yeah and the teachers it is the people, yeah. Yeah. yeah and it's great like because we're good pals as well it's great yeah. to be friends as Absolutely. well as you know we are we've yeah. had many yeah <laughs> I won't, I won't actually, there's a stain over on the wall do you remember that oh Don't worry. yeah that was a fun <laughs> night but anyway red wine stain but anyway uh, yeah oh. um yeah but um it's been it's been lovely in this building but um it will be lovely in the next building as well it will so. yeah i'm very excited yeah very very excited and i suppose do you have anything else that you want to maybe talk about with the college for anyone that's listening in and, you know, maybe is thinking about a career in fashion or inquiring I mean, about a course? I mean, you know, you can go on our Instagram or, you know, our website, have a look. You can mm-hmm. come in and see us um, and we'll just show you around the college. Mm-hmm. And then, um, and if you, they're, the person is interested, then we can talk to them about how you would apply. And basically how you apply is you... We give you a little, you mightn't have any fashion in your art portfolio, but mm. we'd give you, you'd, we'd suggest to you that you take something as inspiration and you maybe design 10 garments from it. Mm. So I remember um, one guy did, uh, he took his inspiration, uh, uh, Rennie McIntosh, you know, the architect, and he did all those high black chairs, lacquer chairs with lattices, you know, on them. Yeah. And um, he took uh, Macintosh as his inspiration. And then, um, so you could see, you know, how he could bring it into the clothing with lattice across here or lattice sleeves, that kind of thing. And it was, you know, so what we want to see is that people have a bit of spark. Mm-hmm. You know, you can teach somebody how to press a garment or how to sew a garment or yes. how to pattern cut, you know, yeah. obviously those skills. Um, but And you can also teach people how to design in some way. But it's nice to see if somebody's coming in, that they have a bit of spark, that they can take something from, yeah. inspiration from something mm-hmm. and apply it into clothing. You know? Actually, and clothing is so important because yeah. we all wear clothing all Well, the it's time. the identity you choose to wear, it isn't is, it? It is, absolutely, It does. Yes. That's why I love it too. I just yes. think it's so empowering. and It is empowering. And yeah. you can choose to wear, you know, something strong and bold or you can choose to wear something you know, that's uh, more avant-garde in shape mm-hmm. or, you know, and sometimes you dress depending on your mood yeah, as This well. is it, yeah. Like, you know, you can put something on and, you know, immediately feel like you have, you know, a new identity for the day. Yeah, or, you know. exactly. Yeah. And the way you mix things yeah. as well is very interesting as well. Yeah. So I think fashion, because we all have to wear clothes mm-hmm. uh, most of the time, that uh, <laughs> most of the time <laughs> well, yeah, is, I think it's very interesting yeah what people choose to wear what accessories they choose mm-hmm. what handbags they use what shoes they wear yeah. you know what coats they put on and what hats and so on I think it's you know, glasses everything in jewelry I think it's all very very fascinating mm-hmm. how somebody comes together and puts 
mm-hmm. how we look together, you know? Yeah. I think it's very interesting. So, yeah. Um, I mean, if you like what you do, if you're interested in creativity, yeah. um, I think fashion is one of the... Absolutely. And you know what? Goodest. Just a point you said there that I agree with and I think is very relevant is with coming to a fashion college like this, you know, I think the creativity aspect, yes... to a certain degree if you go to another college they might be able to influence you a little bit but I think you kind of bring that element to the table do you know I think it's something that you kind of have within yourself a little bit and you know to have the technical skills hand in hand with that I think makes a difference you know yeah I think if you know technical Mm -hmm. skills then you can you can either you know you know the rules and so on then you can choose to break them you know but you can do them and do it that in Mm -hmm. confidence Mm -hmm. and so I think having skills you know, you know that, oh, I need a garment for a photo shoot or something, mm-hmm. or I need, somebody's asked me to make them a garment mm. in two days' time for a mm-hmm. premiere or whatever it is, or yeah. just somebody wants a garment. Um, you can make it quickly. Mm-hmm. You know, you, once you have the fabric and, you know, you make the pattern quickly and then you can sew it up. Yeah. And I think those are very important skills to have. Absolutely, you know? yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay, well, I think that's that's it for the evening. That was so nice chatting to you. So nice chat <laughs> Not to like you. I talk to you all the time. <laughs> <That's true. laughs>